Welcome to my Secret Place Devotion with Oyeks Alfred. The Word of God is alive and equipped to change your life. Good morning. Ephesians 6 10 says we should be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Dear Lord, thank you again for this morning. Lord, we receive your strength. We receive your might. We receive your ability to function today in the name of Jesus. Amen. There's a popular saying that uh, no one is perfect. You hear that all the time. People keep on saying no one is perfect. Most people say it and most people believe it. They believe that no man is perfect. Now, there's only one person who has a contrary view to that sentence of no man is perfect. And that person is God. I know because Matthew chapter 5 verse 48 says, Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect perfect. Now, this seems like a tall order. How can God be asking us to be perfect? Well, the truth is that God can never tell you to do something he has not given you the capacity or the ability to do. Even if you look at the Old Testament, you find out that there are men who actually obeyed this. They were in the Old Testament, not even in the New Testament. They didn't have the Holy Spirit the way that we do today. However, you look at, for instance, Job. If you read Job chapter 1 verse 1, the Bible says there was a man in the land of Oz. His name was Job. And that man was perfect and upright and one that feared God and eschewed evil. In other words, he hated evil. So this is the introduction of Job. The Bible says, number one, he was perfect. Number two, he was upright. Number three, he feared God. Number four, he hated evil. So if a man in the Old Testament had this kind of profile, what do you think God expects of us in the New Testament? But do you know Job is so perfect that even the devil did not have any accusation against Job in terms of perfection? So if you read verse 8 of Job chapter the one the bible says and the lord said to satan have you considered my servant job that there is none like him in the earth a perfect and upright man one that fears god and hates evil watch satan's reply then satan answered the lord and said does job fear god for nothing in other words satan couldn't have said to god no it's not true he's not perfect i I can see him doing this and doing that and doing that remember that the devil is the accuser of the brethren but for this particular man there was no accusation satan couldn't accuse him of anything the only thing that satan could do was hazard a guess as to why job feared god and lived the perfect life. He didn't argue with God. God, in other words, that was a recommendation. That was a profile. That was the approval or the sentence or the testimony that God gave over the life of Job. God testified Job was a perfect and upright man. Satan also testified that Job was a perfect and upright man. If Satan did not testify, he wouldn't have agreed with God. He would have argued with God very well and given evidence, but there was no evidence that the devil could bring up against Job. The only thing he could say is, oh, the reason he fears you is because of this or this or that. And reading the entire story of Job, you see that those were not the reasons that Job feared God. The devil told God, oh, the reason he fears you is because you have blessed him and all of that. And God said, okay, you know what? Try him. 
go ahead. Deal with whatever you want to deal with in his life. But you will see that Job will not curse me. Job will not turn his back on me. And that's exactly what happened. Let's look at the job description of the fivefold ministry. The fivefold ministry and the apostles, prophets, evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers. The Bible says, reading from NLT version, it says, now these are the gifts Christ gave the church. The apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and to build up the church, the body of Christ. The Bible says in verse 13, this will continue until we come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of the Son of God that we may be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full, complete standard of Christ. So King James of that verse 13 says, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man. So you see, the Bible says that the reason the fivefold ministry were given, your pastor was sent to you, the prophet and apostle, they are sent to you so that you can become perfect in Christ. Colossians chapter 1 28 also reiterates the same thing. He said, whom we preach warning every man, teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. So again, you see the job of the apostles are to use three elements, the preaching element, the teaching element, and the warning element. These three come into play so that you can be perfect in Christ. Most people don't like the warning element of a pastor. They prefer the one that says, oh, don't worry, all is well with you and all of that. Those ones are good. But Jesus said that there is a warning element that is also involved to present every man perfect so an intelligent question would be okay it is obvious to me now that god wants us to be perfect so how is a man supposed to be perfect that's the next intelligent question you're going to ask and the bible tells us in romans chapter 13 verse 8 says oh nothing to anyone except for your obligation to love one another if you love your neighbor you will fulfill the requirements of god's law so you see the Bible is saying, if you can walk in love, you have fulfilled the requirement of God's law. What does that mean? You have become perfect. So verse 9 says, for the commandment says, you must not commit adultery, you must not murder, you must not steal, you must not covet. These and other such commandments are summed up in one commandment. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to others. So love fulfills the requirement of God's law. What the Lord is saying here, when the Bible Bible says a man is perfect. It means that the man has obeyed all of God's requirements. Every single requirement that God has said, that man has obeyed it. The Bible says, how do you obey all of God's commandments? It is by walking in love. So if you can get your love life right, God will say over your life, you are a man who is perfect. Because if you're perfect, you're not going to lie. You're not going to steal. You're not going to do all of that. That also means if you walk in love, you're not going to steal. Because if I love you, I won't steal from you. You know, if I love you, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to do all of those things. I won't have hatred. I won't have bitterness. I'll be careful how I treat you. I won't want to slander you behind your back. There are things I won't do just because I am driven by God's love that is in my heart for man. And I'm driven by God's love that is in my heart for God. It will cost me to live a perfect life. So strive to walk in love and you would have fulfilled all of the commandments of the Lord. And God will testify about your life that yes, indeed, you are a perfect man. That is how important it is for us to walk in love. Thank you. God bless you have an amazing day of walking in love. For other life-changing messages, you can now download the app Rev Oyik Speaks from Play Store for Android phone users or Apple Store for iOS users. You can also follow us on Instagram 
YouTube and Telegram, all on the handle Oyeks Alfred. Oh,